Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This will be the last video before the first game tonight. I hope you all got your teams ready. And if they aren't, jump in that private group, guys. We're going to be having a live stream at 7 p.m. Sydney time, 50 minutes before that game. And you can answer all your last-minute questions. But this will be the start of a segment I'm going to be doing each and every week. I'm going to announce that schedule, guys over the weekend or at the start of next week as to how the videos are going to look each and every week there. And it's going to be one of them. So I asked the Discord crew for five questions and five teams to go through. And this is going to be one of them there. And I have my five questions as well. So we're going to kick it off with the questions to kick things off there. And the first one, do you reckon going more expensive in the center position is beneficial or more beneficial than cheap and using money elsewhere? For example, getting TAS instead of Thompson and upgrading elsewhere look i think both strategies are fine the main worry is going to be how many of those cheap guys do you have in your side how is their job security and the answer is really not great you know you think of someone like tommy talau probably has some okay job security and he's probably the best out of all of them and he hasn't played in over a year so very very big question marks even isaac thompson there at that little bit more expensive he has his you know job security issues of his own with tane mill potentially coming back as well so i think both strategies are going to be fine obviously if you do go a little bit more expensive with the tas who's someone that i'm personally thinking of i think that there comes a risk with them as well because you're spending a little bit less money up top you know me going for some more expensive guys down the bottom in centers and the wing fullback with Drinky and Swali'i or Tassel, these types of players, just doesn't allow me to get Harry Grant. You know, at the moment, if I drop down in the center position and I drop down from Murray to Carrigan, I would then be able to get Grant. But that's, you know, moving on from guys like Eli Katoa. You're, you're moving on there, you know, moving to a couple of different mid-range types of guys and getting another cheap guy, which probably means you've got sort of eight, potentially nine, 
cheap guys and then you go on really strong up top whether it's a gun center gun wing fullback gun hooker with grant or robson or these types of guys wade egan whoever you want to go for there and then plenty of guns through the middle as well that's the big question mark you need to answer for yourself so both options have their pitfalls both options have their positives as well so yeah big question mark there but i think it's a great question that you need to answer for yourself and and then that follows there who do you reckon i should get Ghana or tas Again, if you're thinking that you're looking at the centers and you're not really excited about any of them, then Tass is probably your man to go for, but he also has a tough start. So does Stag. Stag's going to be a 20 guy and a 70 guy. So he's coming off a concussion and hasn't played really any center for a couple of years and is obviously a youngster, but has some some uh, good early first few games. And that's the way I'm playing it. I've had a few people ask me why why Sueli with the with the round four buy for the Roosters? I'll explain that a little bit later. But you know, we're looking at his first few games as a as a marker. Hopefully, score well, and then I can move him on if we uh, if he doesn't see, it doesn't seem like he's going to be that keeper type type of level scorer in that center position. So that's that first question, guys. We'll move on to the first team now. I think that's going to be a good way to play this. And we've got money Murray for Minister. So guys, if you're looking to put your team forward towards me to be able to get a look at in the uh, in the team's review section on the Discord, and same for the questions. So in Jamie's corner, you'll see the team analysis and also the questions for Jamie. This is how you do it. So get some writing on there. It makes it look much better for the video here, which is great. So with Murray for Minister, what we're looking at is a pretty strong side. He's got Cleary as Vice, which is interesting. So we're thinking Murray is going to be able to play big minutes and score really well against the Sharks, which I think is completely fine. Either way is good there. Question here, downgrade to Adam Dewey. So I save cash for Stags or Tass. So you got 178K in the bank. Look, if you do that, that saves you, what, 90K? And then you could use the 265, 270 there to upgrade. If we're looking at this guy's bench is what I want to look at there. There's Alamotti there. So you could go you know, Alamotti in to start. Do you trade Thompson up, most likely? And I think that would be fine. You could have Talau as your cover on the emergencies there. I think it's a, a pretty solid option and, and it's a fairly similar team to what mine is looking at at the moment. If you went to Dewey there, I've got Haas over Carrigan. Uh, and other than that, there's not a, a heap of changes. So very, very interesting, this type of team. Um, yeah, similar to mine, so I'm not gonna you know, poke holes in it too much. And you know, really looking at the amount of interchange guys. So we've got a bunch of cheap guys, which we'll speak about in uh, one of the other questions. But yeah, I think that's a solid one, man. Either way is gonna be fine with what you do on that one. We'll move to number two after we get into the second question. What's your thoughts on leaving 200K in the bank to capitalize on the early rounds? I think this is a great question. 200K might be a little bit too expensive. You see here that you know if he has 200K in the bank in that first team, that there's a lot you can do with that 200K. If there's really nothing else you can do and you're super happy with your squad, then I think the 200K is all right because then from round two, three, you have plenty of cash that you could use to fix the mistakes you're gonna make in round one. And you definitely will make mistakes in that first round, guys. So yeah, you look at here, the Power of Beast, for example, he has 74K in the bank. And I think that's a really manageable number because that means you could straight swap any of your cheap guys, the 250, 230K guys, for someone that performs well in that first week. You could also downgrade and use that little bit extra cash elsewhere. There's so many things you can do with 70K plus. You know, compared to what you can do with 20 or 30 or 40, for example. So yeah, 40 probably gets you a safe trade up from one of your cheap guys, but 
74 plus 200 might be a little bit much but maybe 170 to 120 is kind of that sweet range there with that question but yeah thanks for asking that one that's a really really good one okay the power of beast so very much an interesting squad there Questions are, not sure if I should start with uh, Harley Smith Shields or Talau in the centers. I would personally play Talau. Raiders come up against the Cowboys. The Tigers come up against the uh, Titans, which I think is going to be a much high, much more of a high-scoring game. Obviously, Talau is good for the cover in the center and the wing fullback, but you have Hayes Perham in that situation there just to decide with. Depending on how much in the bank, where one vacant spot, when one vacant spot in the mid, still not sure where, who to go with. Carrigan, Tarpany, or Cotter. My other two starting mids are going to be Hopgood and Murray. I think Carrigan's good, man. If you want to go for Tarpany, it's a bit of a cheeky one. You'd be able probably be able to hold him for the entirety of the year. That's a good one as well. I think, uh, I think, uh, sorry, Haas is a solid one as well, but you would have to upgrade someone else, sorry, downgrade someone else to be able to get Haas. So that's the question mark there. I think you're fine as you are, to be honest with you. Are there any better cheapy options for Maka and Perham, or should I roll with them for at least two weeks? I think you could go to like a Preston for, for Perham. I'm fine with Makatoa. I think he can average 40 or 35 over the first few weeks. So Makatoa is fine. Perham, you could probably go down and use that cash a little bit elsewhere. Where would you use it? I'm not exactly sure. You can maybe upgrade, you know, a Ghana if you wanted to, to an Egan Butcher. Although I would rather Egan Butcher be a pod, to be honest with you at this, at this point. Uh, and you're happy with the rest of the team. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Tamati Martin's going to be that base type of player. Don't expect the world, but you've got Grant in there. So... That's exciting that way. Very, very good team, man. Very uh, happy for you. And I think you're going to do well with that one. Number three, would you take Utukamanu and Bloor? So a little bit more expensive and a cheap guy. Or two middle middle of the cheapy guys, just over 300k in Ford at 340 and Kepi at 302. The thing with Kepi is just that we've never really seen him go really well over a period of time. Last year, he made 140k in the first three weeks. But they do have a buy in round two. So that's the frustrating part with him. And their bench is so thin. So he could definitely play 50 minutes, 45 minutes, and he would make money in that. There are games there where he hit 40 minutes and still got a 22 or got an 18 and stuff like that. So that's something to worry about with Kepi. Ford, I think you can go with him. And if it doesn't work out, you can trade him out. Thankfully, he plays early on, the second game of the round here. So you can make that decision with 40. I think you can make a combination of the two. You know, Bloor and Ford gives you a little bit extra money in the bank. You could go... Ford and Kepi, I think he's completely fine. You can go Bloor and Kepi. There's a few different options there, guys. And Utukamanu, I think, is a solid one, but I don't think he's going to make a lot of cash. Probably scores well in the first week or two until Bateman comes back. Uh, and then we, we're not really sure on that one. So that's that question mark. I just thought that was an interesting one to go through for sure. Okay, we've got two options here in terms of our teams. Hey, thank you, Jamie, for all the help last year. Came overall 243rd, which is amazing. That is amazing. Well done. I have two potential teams at the moment with the first team, 14K in the bank. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June too is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Second team one. Not sure which team to decide on, and my bench is very, very unsure. I just want your thoughts. It's Gumby. Yeah, so welcome to, to Gumby from the Discord. Good man, always in there chatting and asking questions, so good stuff. Okay, both teams have Grant and Tarpany. Second team has, yeah, they're all the same there with, with Smithy, for example, which is good. Okay, Hopgood is in the, okay, they just changed that. So no changes in the top section. Cleary, Dewey, Alamotti, Talau. It looks like it's really just the bench, isn't it? Miller, Martin, and Warbrick, awesome. And then the bench doesn't really change too much, which is ideal. In terms of the bench guys, really the big difference is Sutton and Lioro, and then they've gone a little bit cheaper down below. So I think either team's going to be a fi going to be fine, man. Sutton's going to do his job. So Sutton or Garner is that the big difference? Yeah. So I think Sutton's going to have a better start, and you don't have him having a buy in round three as well. So that's something to think about. And then the rest of the bench, really Dury, Cartwright, whoever you pick from that is going to be fine. So. Yeah, not too much else to say on this team, man. I'm really happy with how it looks, and you're going to have a good season. So good stuff, Gumby. Thanks for uh, always being here and asking good questions. Number four, talk me through how we plan for three to four players in a team with a buy. So when they're going to be out. Examples could be Panthers in round three, Roosters in round four. So what we're looking at there is those type of guys, if it's Panthers round three, that's really close. So I think two is probably your max that you want to pick. You know, if you're having Cleary, then maybe having Garner as well, or having a To'o or something like that. It's a lot of cap that you have out in that round three. So very big question marks there. Would you do that? Would you have three or four players in a Panthers? I think no. I think three players in Roosters is a little bit different. Someone, you know, my, someone asked about my team, for example, I have Suali'i, we have Egan Butcher, and then we have Brandon Smith. And they're, thankfully, they're all not super expensive. They're all around that 500K or, or slightly above mark. And for Suali'i, for example, I'm taking him for the first two rounds being, you know, really easy rounds, round three being whatever. And then I can make my decision on him. If I think he's a keeper, if I think he's worth trading out, then that's fine. Smithy, we're going to hold. Egan Butcher, I think we're going to hold as well. And two players to make up 1.1. A million, for example, is not the worst thing in the world when we've made a bit of cash in our team in those first three weeks. So I think that's fine. If you look at your later rounds, like the Storm, for example, a few people are asking about that. They've got three or four players from the Storm. A lot of teams have four with the Aero, Katoa. Uh, you've obviously got a few other guys in there as well who are really important, like Grant. So, you know, there's a definite three. And then Warbrick, for example, is the other one. Warbrick most likely going to be out of your team in the first month if you lose this spot, for example. Katoa and Lero, maybe one of them doesn't go perfectly well. Even if they both go well, you're not going to have them as keepers for the season. So they both go, and then Harry Grant probably just stays in your team. So that's the that's the question you've got to ask yourself there with that one. Okay, two more to go in terms of the teams, and one more question to ask. Guys, just a reminder that if you haven't joined the private group yet, the prizes, for example, they end up not being available to you if you haven't joined the league in you know in round one so you need to be ready and in there by the start of the, the round the, the round one thursday game uh juggling my words there you need to be in that by then if you're not you're unavailable for about half the prizes so get in there now as quickly as possible we haven't got too long left about what six hours left 
Okay, the Tookies, 123 in the bank. I have a lot of money left in the bank. Is that a good thing? I think it's fine, man, as we said just before. If not, where should I spend it? You're looking at Payne Haas, Murray, Grant, which is lovely. Cleary, Dewey there. Probably a little bit on the bench if you wanted to. You guys got you got, like, got guys like Perham, who I'm not super keen on. Centers is fine. That's, you know, this is the big worry here, guys. So let's uh, use this to answer the next question, for example. How many cheapies is too many? So let's count them up here. We got Warbrick. We got Talao, Dury, Murdoch, Masilla, and Katoa. So that's five there on the bench. He then has Thompson and Alamotti. I'll count, claim Thompson as a cheapie because he's under 350K. So there's seven. And then you got Perham and Martin as well. So that's nine. If you take sort of one of them away because they're both around that, they're all around that 300 mark, you've got eight overall that are sort of, you know, we're not really too excited or we're not really too sure how they're, how they're going to go, unfortunately. So... I think that might be too many. So you're looking at playing heaps of cheapies, centers and wing fullbacks in your starting team. And then looking at playing a cheapie in the interchange bench. Obviously you could play someone like Aduri in that one as well. But I just think it might be a little bit too much. So maybe looking to spend a tiny bit more in that wing fullback or the center position could be the way to go, but it's very hard to do that without downgrading one of these guys. So it might be you, if you do want to play that one, you could go for a Trent Oro instead of Ghana. Could downgrade and then upgrade elsewhere. That could be an easy play for you for sure. If you on Thompson, but don't know who to replace him for. Yeah, that's the question mark there. This is not a great deal of options in the centers. So up to you how you want to play that. You could slot him in and just hope for the best. And obviously I'd Tommy to allow in the emergency so he can come in and play if he needs to. But yeah, any other recommendations? That's probably just a general theory on that one, mate. I hope that, uh, hope that helps. And move to the last one and see how we're going for cheapies as well with this one. Thoughts on Butcher? 7K, not enough left. Eh, it is what it is. If you're happy with your team, then 7K is fine. If you're not happy with the team, then probably you know change it and obviously get a little bit more cash available. Centers two weeks, Sutton or Ghana. I personally think Sutton will probably go over the three weeks. You obviously have a buy for, for Ghana. And we're not sure if he's gonna how he's going to go, if he's going to lose his spot to Hosking. There's a few question marks. Whereas, you know, Sutton's got the role. 50 minutes, probably has closer to 10 points of value. Yeah, he can be an up and down type of scorer as well. So we'll see on him. But I think Sutton could be the guy if you want to. But at the moment, you have Sutton in your side. Okay, so he could go down and that would be fine. Awesome. In terms of the rest of the play there, Haas, Smith, Carrigan, Grant, all awesome there. Cleary, Dewey there, great. Alamotti, Shields, ugh, not very excited with the centers to be honest with you. So I personally would play Talau if you're going for this way. So Alamotti and Talau. That would be okay. You do have the cover with Smith Shields on the bench. Great. Perham, do you bother having him? I'm not sure. Tamari Martin, I think is fine. Perham, uh, bit of a risk, but you can make that decision. I'd personally, if you're, if you're playing the Alamotti Shields Talau, I would move Perham on to a guy like a Sean Kepi, a Makatoa, someone that I think is a bit safer to score well and make you some money over the first bunch of weeks where Perham's going to be hit and miss. He could get a 35, he could get a six, and that would ruin any money-making, he could even lose money. So we're worried about him a little bit. Could come out and do well, but not exactly sure. Uh, but the rest of the team looks good, man. Katoa, Butcher, all great options. Uh, as you're seeing, guys, a lot of the teams are, are fairly similar, to be honest with you there. But yeah, lots of lots of question marks in you know, the centers, the wing fullback position, the, the mid-range type of guys. All of that's going to be answered in, in round one. I cannot wait. I'm very happy to just stop playing with my team. Thankfully, it hasn't changed. I've been mucking around with it, trying to get Grant in, 
trying to go cheap in the centers, changing Suali for a Tass, a Stags. And at the moment, I've just sat back and gone, let's leave it because if I change a bunch of that, I'm going to have to go to a 230K guy. And I think we really, you know, we just found out news about Sean Lane. Looks like he's a good chance of being back in round six. So really, one of Cardi, one of Matt Dury, they're going to make money, man. At 250K, unless Murchie ends up getting named to start over one of them, either one of them is going to make money. I think I need to get one of them in my side. And I think it's probably wise that all of you guys do that as well. You know, someone like Katoa, we're not exactly sure how he's going to play. At 18 years old, is he going to miss a bunch of tackles? There's a lot, a lot of things you need to think about when you're making a round one side. Everyone's going to have some issues in their side, guys. No one's side will be perfect. I've tried to change all the different positions, go heavy up top with the mids, go heavy up top with a couple of good mids and Harry Grant. Lots of different ways to do it. You know, go three halves. I've looked at going expensive you know, in one of the centers, expensive in one of the wing fullbacks, which I've kind of done a little bit. They all have their issues. If you go heavy up top, you're lacking down below and there's a big risk that if all those cheapies don't go well, you're going to be stuck with two, three, four cheapies that aren't making you money and it's going to be very hard to trade them out of your side. So that's the big worry there. If you spread it out a little bit and go a little bit of money in the centers, a little bit of money in the wing fullback position, you have a lot more of a balance, but you may not score perfectly well in the first few weeks in those couple of positions. If you're missing out on someone like a Grant or someone like a Murray, a Carrigan, a Haas, that's most likely going to come out and, and knock out a 55 or a 65 or something like that. That's how, that's where you're you're missing out. But if you like go the this way I'm going with Suali, for example, you can, he can come out and get a 50 and a 50, make plenty of cash in a position that's really tough. And centers like Alamotti and Smith Shields, Alamotti and Talau could come out and get 15, 25. You know, there's the risk that I'm taking that hopefully he comes out and dominates over the first few weeks in that you know first nice couple of games with Dolphins and the Warriors. And Drinky can come out and, and hit a 50 over the first you know part of the season. Whereas a guy like Tamari Martin could come out and get a 24. He can come out and get a 32. If he gets a 40, then you're absolutely cheering. It's a great selection. If he gets that 25 or 30, it's okay. But it doesn't uh, break the bank there. But thank you so much for this preseason, guys. That is the last video apart from the private group before round one there. Uh, I can't wait to review all of these games. We'll have that first one tomorrow. As I said, I'll get that schedule out to all of you guys. And thank you so much for this preseason again. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. 
But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.